At Arizona State University, we've made online education better, smarter, and more personalized, so you can go further in your aspiring field. I decided to pursue medicine once I realized that ASU did have the online program for biological sciences. You're still required to learn the same curriculum. You're still being tested on the same content that anyone would be tested on in person. The comprehensiveness of the program prepared me so well for medical school. Explore over 300 programs at asuonline.asu.edu. A listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to me, Akachur, Hamish. Uh, God bless you. <laughs> Ahoy to me second, Jack. Ahoy? Uh, it's not third, so I'll take it. <laughs> it's not six. It's not, it's not first. And it's not six. We know who might be first. <laughs> no, I'm the partner. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you're, you're, you guys so we've got a partner, a second, and an accoucheur. Yeah. What workplace are we in? I thought which, which you it guys almost would know, never be said. I thought you guys would know, but I wouldn't know. Right. Would almost never be said by anyone in a workplace. Like you never <laughs> yeah. go, right, so we've got the jib rocker, the carpenter, and the sparky. Who are we and what workplace are we in? Uh... I don't. I don't know what I an actuary no is. Um, well, like, is I'm it a pronounced... business thing? You, do you mean actuary? No, no. Do you mean acupuncturist? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have, are you bad at reading today? No, no. I, I hope I pronounced it correctly, but it's the. Oh, is it boxing? No, it's it's something that uh, you guys have both. You've gone through it twice, Ham. Required this. You've only required it once. You're right. Okay, childbirth. Anaesthetist. <laughs> Oh, yeah. is it something in the in the delivery Appar- room? Well, the midwife directly catching the baby is referred to as the acuture, apparently. Mm. Yeah, right. We just that? called ours Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Ahoy to my Sharon. Sorry, Sorry we couldn't afford a French birth. <laughs> and so I was the partner, as in like, you know. Oh, you're the oh, birthing yeah, partner. Oh, the birthing partner. partner. Yeah. And, the second. And you're the, the second is, just in case there was paternity questions, <laughs> the second... <laughs> The second is also <laughs> welcome in the suite, but they're the less likely yeah. father. Well, I believe. It, it's, it's the second I didn't have second. a second in mine, thank God. Did you have a second for yours, Jack? <laughs> no, I was the only one in there, but it was COVID time, so maybe they were being <laughs> yeah, strict about the Look, second. guys, you're going to have to pick one because we've not allowed seconds in. The second midwife that comes in to scribe right. and gather things in case of emergency, but maybe you guys had uh, some smooth sailing. I don't even remember the scribe, really. So hey, someone take you know a minute. Yeah, not but like this, stenographer. This... I don't think someone's sitting there just typing yeah, away. Wham, going... Grunt, 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 grunting, grunting, breathing. Swearing, Husband grunting, not being helpful, <laughs> holding hands. Ouch, ouch, ouch! You're holding my hand too hard, tight from the husband. Uh, no, you, you know th- these are all legitimate names. The problem is, though, Ando, like when you're in the birthing suite, they don't tell us anything. The yeah. husbands are like, we are, we barely outrank the lamp. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you are, you are useless in there. Yeah, I yeah. was trying to feed Zoe Scroggin that I'd made her. <laughs> Trail mix. I, we brought in trail mix, yeah, because I'm like, honey, you're about to undergo the yep. hardest endurance event of your life. I had electrolytes, scrogging. Yep. I was ba- I was on snacks and mood. I had mood lighting, yep. songs, and snacks. A headlamp. Because- <laughs> 
<laughs> the, well, honestly, there's nothing else. You, the, you're yeah. not part of it yeah. as far as... Like, you're welcome to be there, but mm-hmm. um, you have no medical importance. <laughs> so they, would, then they wouldn't even go, oh, hi, I'm the Akachur, this is the second. That's wasted time. Talking to the dad is just wasted time, time. Yes, yeah. when you're in the process of uh, bringing a baby out. So... We, we we definitely met them, yep. um, but, but uh, uh, we weren't, we weren't deemed relevant enough yep. to give their to get their titles. Understood. Ahoy also to Tom from Cambridge over in the UK. Tommy boy. Ahoy boys! Happy birthday, Andy. This is Tom from Cambridge, a strong H and A ambassador, having Good managed man. to get a few overseas listeners over here for you. One of whom I'd be amiss not to shout out. Pokey tips, Mitch. I bet you thought you'd never hear me on here. Power move achieved. Anyway. Outrageous that you guys ask us VIPs to essentially leave you a voice note for every episode and then sting us with that song about how we're all twats. But don't worry, not upset, just disappointed. <laughs> Have a great show, lads. Catch us. He does make a point. Good point. A few weeks ago, we did Good say point. that we didn't yeah. want voice notes, and it is yeah. something that we've asked everyone to do Look at, at HamishNetty.com, easy-to-use upload system. Tommy's come on there and burnt us a beauty mm. and managed to get a jab into Pokey Chips Mitch. <laughs> I mean, he is walking away with a kill count of four from four. <laughs> very, very good take uh, from Tom. Uh, Haim, I wanted to kick off today with an experiment. Love it. We're all about science on this show. Mm-hmm. I'm about to give you guys something. You'll have... I open? You've given me a sealed up tote bag. Two things you'll get. I'll do it now. Jack, I'm passing you I'm getting toothpaste. some toothpaste. Hey, I'm passing you yeah. toothpaste and toothbrush. Okay. Thank you. Guys, I've been accused by Beck for not putting the right amount of toothpaste on a toothbrush. Great question, because you never get to see this what anyone else you. puts This in. would hurt Andy, because he would have thought he had the perfect system. I wouldn't so, be surprised if Andy gets the curl every time. <laughs> when he, you know the, <laughs> yeah, the, the one that they do on the ad. Which I've never successfully <laughs> achieved, but yeah. I would be surprised if you... I wouldn't be surprised if you got it. So what I wanted... For us all to do now. Can we, can we keep these toothbrushes? Yes. Yeah. Free toothbrush, Jack. <laughs> yeah, I always need a change over to You're happy about that? Yeah. Jack's stoked. Yeah. <laughs> Wait until your dentist finds out about this. He's probably doing a seance for you right now. Now what happens when <laughs> I when I'm, my toothbrush goes too long mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah. I gotta keep I gotta change that, mm-hmm. but I always forget. Now I go, all right, I'm throwing it out, which will force me to go to the shops and get a new one. But sometimes Gee, five nights of no yeah. brushing. <laughs> sometimes I'll get to the night time and go, well, I'm not going to go to the shops now. It's dark. Hey, Jack, I've, I've, got, I've got a treat for you. Change your toothbrush mid-toothbrush. Mid-brush? Mid-brush. Oh, right. So start with the old one and yeah. then halfway through do a pit stop on new tires. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, okay. Oh, the pace and the fear. Like you get the direct comparison. Oh, it's, it's, a, yes, it's a real. It's a great point. It's a great way to feel grateful and appreciate the new brush. So you turn it into a treat. Yep. Guys, I'd like you all to put what you would, the amount of toothpaste you'd yep. normally put on, and then we'll show each other. Is this before? <laughs> I mean, usually I put toothpaste on, then I'm either talking to Zoe or the kids or something, I put the toothbrush down, it drops, it falls <laughs> on the bench. So this is lose. before the drop. Yes, before the drop. Mo- I would say You're more right. than half the time I'm brushing with toothpaste paste that's hit the bench or the sink. No, this is your anticipated, once you put it on, what you're going for. And will you always go toothpaste straight to mouth or do you add a little bit of water? Add a little bit of water. More than I would do normally here because I was trying to get the curl. That that wasn't the experiment. I know, I know. Okay. Okay. Hamish, show us yours. Um, Look. Okay. 
Uh, I, I think that's actually more than I would normally do. That's when you think about it, when I'm because I was actually trying to mimic a toothpaste ad. You don't need that. To. Is too much. It's way too much. Yeah. The ads. You don't, you don't actually need that much. Too, I've and actually yeah. never thought about that. It's way too well, much. It's way too much on the ads, and of course yeah. they're going to say that because they want you to buy a new. Oh, they'd be yeah. happy if it was one squirt per tube. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they want. <laughs> if they, if they, I don't think they have don't servings those, on the oh, back of a toothpaste. Do you love all that? It's a really common thing on companies where they're like, you know. It, you know, uh, have this have this drink, you know, vitamin C drink or whatever, or like mm-hmm. an electrolyte drink, you know, try and have three or four servings a day. Um, <laughs> really get you burning through it, like wheat bix yeah. yeah, try to do 12 or 15. Yeah. Um, try to try, don't eat it for more than three meals a day, but that, 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 that would suit us if you were if you were eating that much. Hamish looks very, hold up yours, Jack. Hamish and Jack's look very similar. But mine's, mine's only half full. I would say. Oh, I, wow. Andy's is minimal. <laughs> minimal. What are you come, on? come on. You can't even see it. It's Jesus, <laughs> mate. You're not camping. I think. Like, <laughs> what are you do- <laughs> what How are I will describe that is you know how a toothbrush naturally has like mount- little mountains on it for yeah. the brushes? It doesn't yep. even get a. Above the tallest you, mountain. No, mate, yeah, if that was a ski field, you wouldn't go out that day, mate. We didn't, we didn't get summer. enough coverage last night. That's a dusting. That's like a late, a late, so late season dusting. I don't think you need more. It's oh, like, have you tried God. this? What? This is, this you, is, it all... wouldn't even be minty in the mouth. It, yeah, there is enough mint. In an mate. old toothbrush, you'd be tasting more oldness than, than newness. Like a, it's not enough to clean the bristles, let alone your teeth. <laughs> So I was, well, look, yours, yours is stacked so high. I'm so shocked. Mine Treat is yourself, mate. About You're a, doing all right. <laughs> You're doing all right. <laughs> You're doing okay. Mine's a three millimetre line across the top. That's all. I think that's all you need. And you're stacking yours. I reckon most of that just travels straight into your gums as soon as you go. No, no. It makes it. it lather. Yeah, it's like 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 in Spain with their foam parties. Like that's that's a, it's a dance floor in there. Yeah. Just tr- You've got the amount, you know the tooth you know you're the dentist. Sorry Jack, regular dentist that have been to medical school. Yeah. When you go there, <laughs> he's, not he's holistic, a doctor. He's a not doctor. Holistic, <laughs> not holistic ones who were told by a dream catcher they should become a dentist. <laughs> but when they do that, with a normal dentist, they do a little polish at the end. They yes. sort of smudge yes. a tiny. That's what you've got that amount as the clean. You've got the polish amount. I think that's all you need. No. I, 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 you must see the ads then because that is one one hundredth of what they put on the ad. <laughs> yeah. You're treating it like food dye and icing. We need like one drop to make pink icing. <laughs> Try it. Start just peeling. No. no. <laughs> I don't have time to be so sad tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to go in and re-clean afterwards. <laughs> Far out. I mean, right, maybe I'm, maybe look, I'm what do you it. think? Well, I mean, you must look at this and too, go, too, too that's much. that's a I, week's I, worth. I feel like you're wasting it. I feel like, I said I said it to Beck. I said, Beck. It gets no, in the mouth, it's not a waste. But, well, you could ration it better because I think the same job's being done. What are you rationing it for, mate? You're doing yeah. okay. It's, it's actually not the depression. It's kind of impressive the dexterity that it would have had. You had to get such a little amount out from one squeeze. Well, the other have part you ever like... tried to? Have you ever? If, if you put this much on mine, would you would you scrape some back, <laughs> back into, into the, the tube? No, but I would say, Beck, are you ready? <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Come here and have my dregs. But the other part that I do like well, about my technique is look yep. at the, my top of my lid. Yeah. No, no, there's nothing else. There's so I, I wipe off the top of the lid, clean lid, snap back. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a brand new tube. Mm. Yeah. I'm actually not losing too much sleep at night no. worrying about the state of my lid back in the bathroom. <laughs> But I mean, Ando, do we take this further? Because, like, you obviously, you open mouth kiss back, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got no problems sharing saliva. I've done that. Would you 
like, obviously the toothpaste isn't going anywhere. Would you brush your teeth and then spit that into her <laughs> no, mouth? So, no, well, no, no. we're not far off. Yeah. Or could she, of yeah, could, could, could she take a normal amount and then you get She leftover. spits it into yours. Yeah. No, no. It's still doing its job. <laughs> just spitting spit toothpaste. Both things you've admitted you love. Hey, haven't played this for a while. I've missed it, so let's get into it. Chitney with your best chat. Chat champion. If you think you're the best at small talk, we've got an arena for you to show your skills. And boy, oh boy, don't a lot of people think they're the best at small talk. And we put it down to the fact that when you listen to this, it's got to be the most commonly thought, I could do that. Yep. I could do that. Like yep. some of the special skills, you're not going, I could name every Oscar winner no. in every category. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, exactly. That's not one that you often go, I could do that. But with Chit Chat Champions, there is a real element going, I could do that. But as we know, on the big stage, yes. it can, the pressure can be immense. If you're a new listener, welcome by all means. Uh, we always suggest you go back to the start. But um, the way this works is we will start a conversation between Hamish and I, and then it's the job of the contender to jump in with the next line of conversation. They cannot ask a question. Yep. They just have to keep the ball of co- the conversation ball in the air. It's the hardest kind of chat. This is probably what we don't highlight enough because mm. we 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 do, obviously, and you know, to make it fair between both contestants, we know what we're about to say. Mm. We say they and give we them do. the exact same conversation. So, yeah, so they have the exact same data. We we do make it, you know, it's a, it's a high-pressure conversation <laughs> to enter because you can't help but feel like... It's actually, it's not even chit-chat. It's coming into a conversation mm. to try and make a good impression mm. with your first move. <laughs> that is a hard thing to do, especially when we take away the advantage of questions. <laughs> exactly. Phoebe joins us. Phoebe, ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. How are you? Phoebe, well, well you thing. reached out to us, HamishJourney.com, and said that you would like to participate in Chit Chat Champions. What makes you a good small talker? Okay, well, I am the youngest of four girls, so lot to chat to, had to make my presence known as mm-hmm, the fourth yep. child. Mm-hmm. And I'm also an OT student, an occupational therapy student, right. so lots to chat yeah. going lot on. Of new, right yeah, there. that's true. So a lot of new, and then when you get into occupational therapy, you know, new um, patients all the time. So a lot, exactly. lot of small talk, yeah. And a variety chat. of patients, I'd say. So you can go old, you can go young. Males, females. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to play the full spectrum. I'm ready spectrum. for anything, really. When you're the youngest sibling, though, do you is that chat or are you asking a lot of questions and trying to weasel into a lot of situations? Like Jack, I'm a bit of a weasel when it comes to <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> got to, like, fight for – it's really, like, fighting to, you know, have the first shower, Absolutely. be at the front of – have the front seat of the car. Mm-hmm. Fight, fight for of... every corn chip sponsorship. Mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think a weasel is a fighter. Well pointed out, Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe, thank you. Uh, against Phoebe today is M. M. Ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. M. What makes you great at small talk? Um, well, funnily enough, I'm actually a healthcare worker as well. I'm a midwife. Oh. So I think that, yeah, Phoebe and I have a lot in common. And I'm the youngest of five, but and- I have. Uh, four older brothers. <laughs> so you're an accoucheur. Uh, uh, yes, an accoucheur, that's correct. That's um, how you say it. in the pronunciation there. But yeah, yeah accoucheur, it was tough. I looked at it and I was trying to go phonetically. Yeah, okay. Would that have helped shot, mate, Jack well or Haim if I'd said accoucheur? Would you have known what I'm... Mate, I know what that is. Yeah, everyone knows what an accoucheur is. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, we're going to put M on hold. 
and we'll start with Phoebe. You'll both get the exact same conversation. Your job is to feel it out, see when you jump in, can't ask a question, but continue the conversation. You ready to go, Phoebe? Yeah. Good luck. Hey, Em. Hey, mate. Just wondering, did you end up buying that compound bow? Not yet. I want to make sure I get the right one, the right brand. Mm, yeah, brands are always a iffy thing because, like, you don't want... So I'm always a bit of a cheapskate and I want to get something that's not going to be as expensive, but, like, I still want it to be good. Yeah. So I, I really get that because you don't really want to <laughs> buy a bad brand. I've got yeah. <laughs> Maybe. How do you feel like you went? Good. No, probably a bit. Yeah, bit. Not, the be- not the greatest. Well, I mean, Phoebe, when I ask you that question, you can jump straight in and you can, you're back to talking normally, but, but it seemed like you were answering in a Miss Universe conversation <laughs> about a question of world peace that you have nothing, to, no idea I, about. I'll tell you I what, I did not, I like, had to kind of figure out what a compound boat was. Yes. That I is was tough. like, yeah. I, know that, I know that Ham likes camping, so I was like, hmm, probably a bit like that. Yeah. yeah, hunting, camping. Yeah. I suppose it's that thing where you go, we all know saying nothing is bad. Mm. So mm. The, co- the the opposite of that is getting a lot of words in the air. Yeah. Just, start getting, <laughs> just start getting them out there and then maybe assemble them into a thread. And I think that's what you were trying to do. And I think you did great. You probably yeah. just sort Seemed of... Seemed like a long sentence to me. Covered off. Yeah, in a long <laughs> sentence, you basically communicated the idea that good brands are good, bad brands are bad, wasting money is bad, getting good Am value wrong, is though? good. No, you're, you're not, not wrong. wrong. No, you're actually no. not wrong. So you do get points <laughs> for that. Well uh, done. Phoebe, there's always two competitors. Uh, you, you've le- you've registered your go. Let's put her on hold and bring back M. M, you there? I am, yep. You ready to go? I'm ready. Okay, good luck. Hey, how are you? Hi. Hi, Ando. Mate, uh, just wondering, did you end up buying that compound bow? Not yet. Still uh, shopping around. Want to get the right one, the right brand. Guys, I know that we just met, but I've, I've got a confession for you. I, I actually don't know anything about compound boys, but I'm I'm eager to learn, you know. what? Like, do you have anything that you want to share? <laughs> I mean, who does have a question? This is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Brave, question. brave to acknowledge you knew nothing about it. And I think that's when people sometimes get stuck. They feel like they have to add where you can. Be an it's, it's, it's okay in a conversation mm. to go, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Just <laughs> chronic honesty, hey, guys. Got to put it out there. Mm. <laughs> hey, no, it can only be honest. So no one can have a go at you for being honest. Oh, Certainly bubbly. Certainly, Certainly bubbly. bubbly. I mean, right until, until the question. The question is the only thing where there's a bit of a flag on the play and now mm. the refs are looking at it. Mm. Jack, <laughs> we'll bring you're always... You're a question, a question, a question. You can't. You I can't. think we have to disqualify him. On a, on a technicality. Yeah. Oh. I think your entry was better, but Phoebe, yeah. miraculously, you have taken out. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> this is the best Stephen Bradbury <laughs> type win of all time. Oh, I can't wait to listen to Phoebe. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to listen to it back. I hope you've got some time. <laughs> oh, Put aside an Arvo. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for playing. Well done, Phoebe, guys. we're going to send you a token of no value, uh, of course, for taking away the win. Um, we don't attribute any value to it at all, but um, you're oh, welcome God. to. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs> another health star ratings bombshell. Oh, man. Just now, for people, again, new to the show, welcome. 
but we've been following the health star rating. You see in supermarket foods, it's meant to indicate which foods might be healthier for you to purchase or which yep. foods you might want to avoid. Based. Who does the stars? Who does the stars? Yep. was the initial cry from us because we can't figure out system. Some things that aren't healthy get a lot. Some things that are kind of healthy don't score very highly at all. What have you got, Ando? Well, you know how we've tackled a lot of these, and so it's hard to bring something back to the group that you think is going to wow them. Because that's true. As, know, as time goes on, this like the the the, uh, the burden of impressiveness yeah. is really through the like through a paramedic. You rock up to your first accident, you probably get a little bit overwhelmed. Oh, right, now, okay, we've, yeah. now we've seen everything, you yep. know, you'd think. But I reckon this one is going to be unusual for you. You're going to be going, wow. You've got to just an, another person lying there with their femur sticking out of their leg going, impressive for you? <laughs> yeah. And you go, nah, nah, been here for five years, mate. And then they go, fine, go then. Yeah, yeah, Good, go. I will. I'm impressed. <laughs> here we go. This is from Will Horner. This morning, my friend Jess was picking up Coles-branded Greek-style natural yogurt. Yep. She purchased one kilo at the cream, of the creamy goodness and on her walk home discovered something outrageous. What she discovered was that the lid on the package displays a health star rating of 2.5 no. stars. <laughs> oh See God. image below. I've got the image for you. Upon further inspection... She discovered the actual bucket-shaped packaging of the yogurt presented a health star rating of three stars on the lid. Amazing. <laughs> Healthier the further you go <laughs> Skim the top, nice and healthy. Don't eat the dregs. That's where all the fats are. This changes everything. The same item displaying two different ratings that's the new. same goddamn packaging. <laughs> that is new. We've had the same, uh, many, many cases of the same item, sometimes on the shelf mm. next to each other, having different health stars, but never merged into the one, <laughs> one pack. The one package with two different, I hope. I'd like to apologise to... to fats, sorry, to fats To Nothing wrong with fats, particularly in Greek yogurt. Um, <laughs> I should have said that's where all the, that's where all the processed sugars are. There should there be any there? That's, that's what should kill you. I hope that... Similar to the final scene in The Usual Suspects, she dropped the yogurt <laughs> and it fell. The package just fell through, in slow motion through midair yep. and then Kobayashi exploded. Yogurt. And there was a close-up on three stars and a close-up on two and a half stars. But what, how can they possibly defend that? They've had a lot of answers for us, yep. but how can they possibly defend that one? They'll try. They'll try, Ando, <laughs> and we won't. We won't listen. I mean, remember yeah. we were told that there was going to be a big announcement coming. That's right. Yes. Yeah, we're still so waiting. far nothing that we were going <laughs> yeah. that all would be revealed. <laughs> we're always getting told in the future from the health stars yeah. people that oh, don't worry, there'll be an answer for all of this. The conspiracies are raging so hard and fast mm. that this mythical day when all is explained is getting harder and harder for them to pull off. I had someone contact us, Ando, and apologies, I don't have the email in front of me, but. They're, some of them worked in packaging mm -hmm. for, for like, you know, for supermarket foods and like, oh, we work for a company that does all the packaging. And he said, look, the kind of the, kind of, you, you don't officially say this, but when you're designing the packaging, mm. anything, uh, because we've talked about how if you, if you, sometimes you have everyone in the whole range gets the health stars. Mm -hmm. If you want to have your five-star players, you have to kind of cop a few one-stars. Yes, if you're a brand, a, a total brand has to play, do an all-play. You yes, can't, you can't just, you can't just select pick and your choose your heroes. Yeah, to go, we'll get them rated. So it's a bit of an unwritten rule that if you've got what they're saying to do now is if you've got low stars, mm. you tuck it on the back. Really, sort of mm. just chuck it amongst the ingredients. Mm -hmm. But if you've right. got high stars, pop it on the front. Put that review right out front. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> nothing, nothing surprises me in this arena. 
Hey, a couple of weeks back now, I went to visit Beck's sister in Darwin for our overseas yeah, listeners, the top end of uh, of Australia, and we decided to go on a crocodile jumping tour. Oh, jumping? Right. Yes. Yeah. You get dirt bikes and you jump over crocodiles. <laughs> no, no, no. You're in a boat <laughs> That's and true. the crocs do the jumping. There were two tours to choose from, a company called The Original Croc Jumping oh, Tour. Okay. <laughs> this is a whole lot of, ch- <laughs> a whole lot of chickens. Oh, a whole lot more original. <laughs> Croc tour. <laughs> or its direct competitor, Spectacular Croc Jumping Tour. So yeah. I had the choice. Interesting. I, I the original. Mm. Really good marketing decision there, isn't it? Do you market on heritage mm. or do you market on really new and improved for Spectacular? I went with the original. I really? thought you would have. I Only because Spectacular was sold out. <laughs> But I also feel like there'd be a part of you that wanted to reward loyalty to the, well, to the art bit. of crocodile jumping. But when we got on the tour, boy, were they emphasizing the original. Ow. The guy, the start of the tour, hello, welcome to uh, the original croc jumping tour. Been here, stated the years and months. Right. We so are the original. Sh- shitty that someone's come along and gone, Yes. hey, you know the croc jumping tour that is booked out every single day? Mm. They don't, anyone can do that. <laughs> like, they don't have a, like, they don't have a license or anything. Like, yeah, it would have just been someone else realizing that this is a free for all. So I'm, I haven't done the investigation, but I will keep, get, get, delve deeper into it. But we can only assume that they didn't open the first one calling it the original. Yeah. What was it originally? It would have just been Darwin's croc jumping yeah. tour. Until because then, because they don't then, own the crocs, they're wild crocs. Yeah. It's not like you can't, you don't own the river, you don't own the crocs. It's mm. basically, your overheads are a boat and chicken on a stick. So if anyone, <laughs> if true, anyone can come true. up with that and, and someone to take the bookings, yes. you've got yourself a tour. So another mob's come along and gone, let's just call ours spectacular. Yeah. Now, might I add, it is spectacular. Even at the, at the original one, it was spectacular yeah. seeing these crocs come so far out of the water because their tails, tails are half a length of a crocodile, do you know? I do now. So their tails are so powerful that they can get their whole body out to come up for the chicken on a stick. I'm not sure how often they need that in the wild. Um, it is but, interesting, uh, isn't it? Because they've got the power, but yeah. I guess they usually use it for like horizontal acceleration. Yes. And now, you know, in I mean, crocodiles have been around for what, 80 million years. Yep. So we, really, I saw one that was over 100 years old. Yeah, geez. And their biggest predator is themselves. Yeah. They eat other, each other. Other, yeah. other and, male crocs, yeah. And mums. Face off. Mums eat their kids at 20 weeks old. If you, You've got to stay away from your mum at 20 weeks. No matter what. At 20 weeks, it's like fend for yourself. Really? And if, because um, they, they assume another predator is going to eat their, their young, so may as well be there. May as well get the calories. <laughs> I love traditions, but yeah. I don't know. I'd have, I'd have feelings about that if I was a kid. So back to the task at hand for my investigation. I don't know how many years after the, the original croc jumping tour was made when Spectacular came along, but they've clearly, they're probably driving to work because they're, they're like, 600 metres away from each other is the turn-off. My favourite kind of business mm, rivalry. Yeah. So they're, they're driving to work one day and they see a sign saying spectacular jumping croc to a starting Do you reckon that's the first they heard of Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a small town. It's like a, You would think like if, you know, if Sally's running the original mm. and then Paul decides, I think I'm going to do spectacular, Paul would know Sally. Yes. And he probably should let it. Let it go. Let it, you know, you quietly reckon, mention. You reckon Paul's going up to telling us this year, no, we're going to start. Just quietly mm. mention over a 4X gold, mm. hey, mm. 
How's business? Oh my god, it's amazing. Booming. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Too, too much? Like yeah, too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it more than you May could I possibly ever. Yeah. <laughs> so then the guys at the Darwin's Cruck jumping tour, they've all had to go, gee, spectacular starting up. They would have thrown around a lot of different names. Because they, I mean, they could have gone with more spectacular, even more spectacular. That does make you sound like second comer. So if you want to keep heritage, you got to go. That's what they would have absolutely just gone, let's go hard on these guys are thieves. Um, (laughs) Because obviously bad blood's happened. You go, let's just go hard on absolutely the original and the best. Mm -hmm. They could have thrown that in there. I'm proud of them for not throwing. You do often see people that are particularly upset throwing the original and the best. Because he never said the best. He could have. They could have gone for something like original and still spectacular croc jumping tours. Oh, yeah. yeah, tough. Because if you know, <laughs> then if you go, okay, we're going to call ourselves the original spectacular. <laughs> that that is dishonest now. <laughs> the original <laughs> spectacular jumping tour is the then they'll be new like, well, spectacular. No, that's that's us. We're, yeah, we, we named ourselves original. Yeah, okay. But you, you can't own. No, we're just saying we are, happen to be yeah. spectacular. That's not our name. Yeah. I would have probably gone with that. I would go the sign, the main sign to be like, right, these guys, have, if, if it's war, it's war. We're going to call ourselves the original croc jumping tours, brackets, who also happen to be spectators. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or to go extra, to, like to remove your hands completely of any wrongdoing, hmm. you just include quotes from customers that all include the word spectacular. spectacular. <laughs> that, that's the, like idea. the most spectacular thing I've ever seen. <laughs> boy, oh boy, now this is spectacular. <laughs> I've never seen anything so spectacular. <laughs> It's true. So you then you're killing them on both fronts, spectacularity yep. and, originality. and originality. If anyone has more details and lives up north, uh, yeah, please, what was the, the the original name of the original? Please, please hit us up at hamishani.com. I'd love to know a bit more about it. <laughs> Ando, mm-hmm. this is a time specific one. Yeah. Um. Usually it doesn't matter when you listen to the podcast, but I feel like I have to timestamp this because yep. today's Thursday, right? Heading into this weekend. Drop day, uh, podcast drop day. Yes, heading into this Friday, which is tomorrow, yeah. is I've got to make Sonny's birthday cake, and this is cake is, week. Is haven't there slept. a haven't <laughs> thinking about it, or have you done anything? No, no, no. no. This is this, so have you this done year is a little yet? bit different. Yes, I have. I've wow. run a test, right? I mean, for new listeners, welcome. But Hamish has a broad history now yeah. of trying to make. Well, this is this is my sixth year. Actually. He certainly doesn't bake a cake. He constructs it out of. This is my seventh year of making. Well, through blood, sweat, and tears, constructing and sometimes a cake, Lego, constructing a cake from delivered pieces of bakery. Well, you don't. Um, the builder does not need to make his shovel for the hole to count. Uh, you are allowed to use tools, some things that have been pre-assembled to put together a finished product. Would that you is agree, a, though, Jack? Majesty. The cakes are. So they're amazing. Better. They're, like, they're, they're so good. You're very good. Let us not forget how much we celebrated when I made what is essentially an obl- a red oblong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the original cakes on his third birthday. Yeah. We're now, this is the seventh year. This is yeah. his ninth birthday. Is he still into it? Yeah, yeah. They, right. But now he's, he's, obviously the mood changes from a three-year-old to you don't think about who's making your cake to now he's aware, you know, like that's become a fun Tradition in the house, but now it's become because the challenge is, hey, whatever you say, and now it always has a moving part. Yes, whatever you say, Dad has to make it. So now, of the course, the original was, of course, the car's trailer with an edible hinge. Yep, 
the back of the semi-trailer opened up yep. and lo- and there was a, a matchbox car What's in the back. Which at the time we thought was cutting-edge <laughs> technology. <laughs> was, um, what's this year? Okay. Here's where, here's where we're at. Usually a day or two out, I'll get the brief. This time, it's been a week. He's come to a week out. He's come to a week out and it just was clear what it was going to be because for the last two to three months, he's been heavily into Rubik's cubing. Okay, wow. he's been he's been cubing. It's big at his school. Yep. When we're away on the holidays, we're just cubing. Yep. I learn how to do the cube with him. Mm-hmm. I'm cubing. You're cubing. I'm terrible. I'm basically cubing as just a sacrificial lamb, so that, that he can laugh at me and feel good about his time. Is he better at cubing than you? He's smoking me, right, Jack? You can cube, can't you, Jack? I'm a I'm a slow cuber as well, but still, your complete cube is a complete cube. That's, yeah, that's true. true. I remember back in the day, and that's what I try and tell her. Hey, 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 we're all on the cube team here. We yeah, don't yeah. need. We're not all speed cubing. Yep. Anyway, Ruby's cube has become huge, so it was probably clear from a month out, you know, because it, it generally the cake rep, represents like what fad is happening at the time. Mm-hmm. It was going to be cube based. Yep. So Sonny was like, Dad, I've been thinking, what about a Rubik's Cube cake? And I go, yep, okay. I thought this could be coming up. This was, a, this was about a week or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Then he went, but it moves. <laughs> Fully working is oh. hard. <laughs> and I went, jeez. <laughs> wow. Three, three layers. He goes, no, all the pieces move. Solvable cake. <laughs> Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> impossible. Well, not all edible. Like, okay. like, so What's that, that? That can't. That can't be. I mean, it is impossible, but also it's very much impossible if you're going for all edible. Oh, not even close. Yep. Not even close. I gave up on all edible years and years ago. Yes. Just, I mean, once Lego started sneaking in, yes. Uh, then you start to go, okay, yep. how do you make a fully articulating mm-hmm. Rubik's cube? So the first thing I did, we have a, had a little Rubik's cube key ring at home yes. that had broken, and so I started looking on the inside of the cube. And I go, okay, this is how they make them. It's quite complicated yeah. in there. Um, there's 27 pieces plus the core piece of the yeah. cube. Here's my thinking. We we find the design for a Rubik's Cube, a 3D printable Rubik's Cube. Mm-hmm. We then hollow out, like you just essentially make the skeleton of the cube. Yes. So the plastic bits move around. Then I will make each cube out of cake or edible material. So the cube, my vision for the cube aesthetically is it's, it's on a stick mm-hmm. with a base plate, so it's sort of like a foot off the ground. Yep. Behold the Rubik's Cube cake. Mm-hmm. There might be space underneath for a nine made out of actual cake if we want to do some cutting up just for ease. Yes. But that's what, it, you know, you, like vision-wise, it's a cake, fl- it's a cube floating in the air mm-hmm. on a stick. Now, of course, when you start rotating the pieces, you're going to take a piece of cake that was on the top and rotate it upside down, <laughs> and that's going to slide off. Like, that's how it falls out. So every, and every face of it could end up being underneath the cake yes. during the solving of the cake. Yes. So every face has to resist gravity, mm-hmm. has to be able to hang in there. <laughs> this is where it gets tricky. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was like, let's start with the skeleton first, right? We sit down, we come up with the design. He's like, yeah, this should work, this should work. And I'm like, remember, like, we've we got to try and find a way for this not to all fall apart. He's like, well, let's just print the cube first and we'll just see if it works. Mm-hmm. It quickly becomes apparent that it's like, A, going to take way too long mm-hmm. and B, we don't really have the skills. So we go so, on YouTube. So, so how long, just quickly. So you obviously didn't For think, a small piece. Remember, there's 27 of these. It was going to be like six hours per piece. <laughs> right, so you press go, cracked a beer, and you're just sitting there and he's going... Why, why, why are you standing around? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, in my head, it was like the Jetsons where you press yeah, and go and it like, and there's a cloud and the, the smoke dissipates and it's made. It is not that. Mm-hmm. 
So then we go on YouTube and we we find Australia's greatest um, 3D printing genius. Okay. His name's Angus and he's from a website called Maker's Muse. He's got a YouTube channel. Mm. So I start harassing him online and I can't get in contact with him. So mm. it's real. They've, now the clock is ticking down. Luckily, like last Friday, he's like, oh man, I never check these emails yet. Because I was like begging with him, please, me and my brother-in-law, <laughs> this is what we're trying to do. We really need your help. He goes... Sounds sounds really weird, mm. but um, I mean, yes, I think I know what you're saying, <laughs> and I, and because he'd made a Rubik's cube before, but right. he'd never put the design online. Anyway, he shares his state secrets with us. Great, Juz and him sort of get together and they're colluding, and I was like, let's blow it up though. Like we want to make it big. Yeah. Yesterday I got the pieces right. They're massive. Happy. I thought I would have these a week ago to run a test because yeah. what I'm actually going to do is it's not going to be cake in there. It's going to be the marshmallow. And rice bubble mixture, right? Mm-hmm. Like a rice crispy, which is very legal in the baking world. That counts as cake. Okay. So it's fully edible, the cube, yeah. except for the plastic shell. But so hang on, the plastic shell's on the outside. The plastic shell's on the inside, then the cake's on the outside. Oh, so the okay. plastic shell is sort of like a it's hard to describe, but it's a it's the interior of the cube. Mm-hmm. And then I'm packing the exterior with rice bubbles and marshmallow. I get right. you. Yep, yep. So Do you know what I mean? And then on the outside of the cube. Yeah. Yep. Then so that whole cube volume is made of rice bubbles and marshmallow. Yes. Which I put in as a lump. Then when it sets, my plan is to shave it perfectly on the outside into the I shape of the cube. Yeah. I then ice those. I've got to make 27 individual ones with mm-hmm. the correct colors, mm-hmm. click it all together. Mm-hmm. That's your cake. Wow. That's the theory. <laughs> Here's the really tricky bit. I, because I'm doing this all on WhatsApp and the the kind of the printing geniuses, I left them to kind of do it. I'm not really needed in that chat. No. They've nailed the printing part. Like Maker's Muse, my brother-in-law, mm. they're very good 3D printers. The tricky part is this is a big cube. <laughs> and big. I, I did a test last night with a corner piece because I was like, I've got to do a test before cake night. Mm. If this doesn't stick... Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, if this yeah, mixture, yeah. Does, if this, if you turn this upside down, it just slips out. Yep. <laughs> like, honestly, full disclosure, I'm also in my mind. I'm like, this easily could. Like, there are several parts of this where it's like, it's just all over. I'm, I'm, I'm. I've got another cake, good to, standing by that could just be a sorry cake. Like for Sunday, <laughs> it's just literally just a round cake that says happy birthday, and so, I'm so sorry, and I tried. So I did a test last night. Have a guess how much weight, how much volume. <laughs> Of marshmallow and rice bubbles needs to go in each one of the 27 cubes. Well, I mean, are you trying to make it the size of a, so bigger than a normal Rubik's Cube, obviously? Each each component, each little cube is bigger than a normal Rubik's Cube. That's way too big. I know. (laughs) I know. Well, I didn't get a chance to see it, Jack, because I just said to them, seems awesome, guys. Then they showed me footage of it being printed. I was like, man, look at it go. And I actually didn't see it till it was printed out yesterday. And I went, this is a big cube and this is going to be full of cake. Each one, by my estimates, there's going to be over five kilograms of marshmallow in there. <laughs> in each cube? <laughs> no, no, in the whole cake. Oh, right. okay. There's 250 grams of marshmallow and rice bowls in each cube. That's wild. It's too much. Yeah, it's way too much. Because in your head you go, yeah, rice bubbles, very light. <laughs> but it all kind of melts down and it's it's pretty dense. So that's where I'm at. Well, the plan is I make them, you make them first. Yep. Like I'll have to s- create the cubes first, put them in the freezer. Then I was actually speaking to Scotty Cam. He hasn't got back to me yet, but I texted him before because I was like, mate, I'm going to have these like globulous rice bubble marshmallow things. What tool exists oh. 
where I could shave, shave this down. away. I said, like, I have an electric chainsaw, like from yeah. our Makita sponsor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brutal. Uh, but it feels like it's just going to get clogged and jammed up with marshmallow and rice bubbles. Yes. And also just, I'm not a massive nerd about safety, but it just doesn't feel right no. to be using a chainsaw in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> like if Zoe walks in and I'm using a chainsaw in the kitchen, you can that's going to be on me if an accident happens. There's heated rods for yep. foam. This is what I'm, yeah, I'm thinking of a heated rod or a heated hacksaw blade. Yep. So I freeze them down and I just, anyway, it depends what Scotty comes back with, but he's, uh, he's working on it for me at the moment. <laughs> I would have, now that I realise the undertaking of this, I would have loved to be at this stage one week ago. Yeah. Just just to understand if the basic physics work. As it stands, we, and we, we're still four pieces short for the queue, but I've got it on good authority. They'll arrive this afternoon or tomorrow morning. Mm. So tomorrow night I will have, I will be ready to attempt this. But even last night's test with one like lumpy corner, and, and it, it took nearly an hour. Uh, this morning I went to the fridge, it holds upside down. How long it will last for? We don't know. So you've got potentially twenty-seven hours. <laughs> yeah, I've got to sharpen that up, though. I've got to. I've got to setting. think of a faster. I got to think of a faster way to do it. Yep. The other thing is, in my head, it was so clean. Mm. When you're working with this marshmallow rice bubble stuff, yep. it is everywhere, and the the cube only rotates. Like the cube operates on smoothness. Are you like, doing this it, in your mm. kitchen at home? Yes. Zoe would be hating this. Yeah. Yeah. So you got that against you as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she saw me doing the test last night and she said, oh, you're not doing the that. Not again. Like the marshmallow. Yep. I don't want this one because I made, I've used it before. How does, it's not a fan favorite. No, with the marshmallow rice mix, mm -hmm. how often is that finished with people eating it? All the time. Yeah. Big, like <laughs> one of the one of the more famous, I was looking at someone on YouTube last night made a big SpongeBob square pants cake with it. Mm. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, people love it. Absolutely love it. It's a delicious treat, <laughs> especially five kilograms of it for the eight children. <laughs> you know, I have to tell them to really, yeah, okay, guys, there's Don't only 400 lunch. grams of marshmallows each. And if you're hungry, you know, have a banana because there's only, yeah, hey, there's only half a kilo each for you in this cake. Good luck, man. Mate, we're here for you. In the words of Jack, mm. it does feel impossible at this stage. Mm. But the joy on Sonny's face when, you know, he's trying to rotate this thing around and it's all falling apart and it's on his, it's on his 20th birthday when you finally <laughs> finished. <laughs> Happy, 20th, <laughs> Happy 21st, mate. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. 